0: Savilla Morgan here. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's show. Before we get started, I would like to thank my sponsors and my supporters. A great big thank you to Morgan Air Conditioning, sales, service, and installation, proudly serving Tampa, Florida, and the surrounding areas. For assistance with your air conditioning needs, call Morgan Air at 813-500-7765. That's 813-500-7765. Thank you so much, Morgan Ear, for seeing the vision and being a part of it. It is appreciated. Next, I would like to thank Alba Digital Media, audio production, web hosting, and web design. Alba Digital Media created my website, and they produce my podcast. Visit Alba Digital Media at www.albadigitalmedia.com for assistance with media and production needs. That's www.albadigitalmedia.com. Thank you so much for Alba Digital Media for making me look good and sound good. I would also like to thank the owner of Edinburgh Dusters for assisting me with quality graphic assistance for my website and other social media content. It is greatly appreciated. Finally, I would like to thank the musical duo Devoted for creating my theme music. Contact Devoted at devotedministries at gmail.com for your music needs. That's DevotedMinistries at gmail.com. Thank you so much, Devoted, for the beautiful music. I absolutely love it, and I'm sure the listeners do as well. Thank you for all your great work. If you would like information on becoming a one-time or ongoing sponsor, feel free to contact me at Sevilla at SevillaMorgan.com. That's Sevilla at com, And for more information on my sponsors and supporters, go to my website, www.childlessnotbychoice.net. That's www.childlessnotbychoice.net. Scroll down to the very bottom, and you will see the links to my sponsors and supporters. Thanks again for listening, and now on to the show. Well, hello everyone. Savella Morgan here. Welcome to welcome back to 21st Century Hannah, where my mission is to recognize and speak to the broken hearts of childless, not by choice, women and men around the world. I am spreading the good news, the great news, that we can live a joyful, relevant, and fulfilled life, regardless of the fact that we could not have children. Well. I am talking to you from a different time of day. <laughs> Many of you know that I love to record at any time between midnight and 2 a.m. because I feel like that's the quietest time of the day, our 24 hours that we all get every day. And um, but this time I wanted to record during the day. So you may have hear some background noises, you may hear... vehicles going by or dogs barking or whatever, I guess, real life happening as it does during the day. But um, sometimes we just need to change it up a little bit, right? So anyway, I wanted to uh, just welcome you back. Thank you once again for joining me here. This is our next to last episode of 2016, believe it or not. So another year has gone by, not only for life, but for podcasting. (laughs) I've done it. I've done another year of podcasting. Well, a year of podcasting in July. So we're just a little bit past a year now of podcasting. And um, ah, I'm not going to say I'm getting the hang of it. I'm not going to say it. (laughs) I'm not going to jinx myself. But um, I'm really enjoying this because I, I get to be able to speak to so many people around the world and i just want to take this time this opportunity to thank all of the listeners from around the world just before i signed on to record this episode i was talking to my podcast producer kevin and uh, we we were looking at the list of where people were listening from remember i don't know who you are unless you tell me but i can see what countries people are listening from And uh, I just really ran the gamut. It was literally globally. I mean, Egypt, China, Wales, United Kingdom, uh, several states here in the United States, of course, because I'm I'm here in the US as well. So I know I'm going to get a lot of listeners here. And I I thank you. Thank you. I think um, when we looked at the list, the state with the most listens was, um, well, of course, my state that I'm in here, Florida. But then the second uh, most listens were um, California and uh, then several states after that. So thank you so much. Help me get the word out so that I can get listens in every state in the union. How about that? <laughs> that would be awesome. But uh, but thank you again to the worldwide listen, listeners. I mean, uh, China. I think I mentioned Egypt already. Um, what other countries were there on this recent list? Because a lot of times um, the list just kind of updates and changes. But um, just looking at the geographics, listen, looking at, um, at who's listening from where, uh, Australia. I have a lot of listens from Australia. And then um, the country, the island on which I was born, Um there are a lot of listens there, St. Kitts and its sister island, Nevis. Thank you guys so much for listening from my home country, um, St. Kitts and Nevis. You all are awesome. Please help me to spread the word down there as well, and down in the Caribbean. France, Canada, China, Dominica, which is in the Caribbean. Germany, Switzerland, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Antigua, and Barbuda. Belgium, Pakistan, Anguilla, and various other places. Let me see. Let me let me give everybody a shout out here. Might as well, right? Barbados, which is in the Caribbean, Lebanon, Kazakhstan, Ireland, Ghana, the um, British Virgin Islands, New Zealand, Trinidad and Tobago, Virgin, the U.S. Virgin Islands, Singapore, Denmark, Italy, India, Finland, Mexico, Sweden, South Africa, the Czech Republic, Vietnam, Spain, the Dutch side of St. Martin, the island of St. Martin down in the Caribbean, Hong Kong, Colombia, the Netherlands, Serbia, the Russian Federation, Uzbekistan, Taiwan, Qatar. I know that there's probably another way to pronounce it, but I'm not sure. So I'll stick with Qatar. Sorry, guys. (laughs) correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Thailand, Jamaica, uh, Chile, Austria. Who else? Let me see. There's another page. Um, Florida, as I mentioned. Um, let me see. Did I, did I go back? Let me go back a page. Pakistan, Pakistan, Saudi Arabia, and, uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think i got everybody it says, yeah, Paige. Wow. That's a lot of different places around the world. I think I've got the world covered. What do you think? So that's pretty cool. Right. And, uh, thanks so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. I hope that, that you find this podcast of value and that you become repeat listeners. I know a lot of you are, I think I can tell, by kind of like by the numbers too, in the countries where there are repeat listeners, and um, if you are a new listener, thank you for stopping by. Please share this podcast with your friends, and um, you know I always ask for feedback, not because I'm um, wanting to be narcissistic, but I really do appreciate feedback. Tell me if there's a subject matter that you want to want me to discuss. Um, I, I will tell you that uh, in the next few days, I will be interviewing a um, a psychologist who specializes in women's issues when it comes to as far as um, loss, loss of a child, loss of a, um, a, a pregnancy. Um, so that ought to be interesting. Um, and so I'm looking forward to that interview very much because... I, I met with um, this doctor beforehand, as I, I do with, with most of my, well, I meet with all of my um, interviewees, but this doctor, I had the opportunity to meet with her in person. A lot of times I meet with people via Skype and um, if they're in another country. So we do, you know, the pre-recording just to talk, see where everybody's minds are, make sure we're on the same page and all of that, and the opportunity to, to meet with her. So we're gonna talk about our <laughs> our meeting a little bit more um, at the at the interview. So be on the lookout for that one. I'm planning on posting that interview in 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 the beginning of the new year. So we're gonna do this episode, and then there's one more after this. This episode will post on the twelfth of December, and then there's one more posting on the twenty sixth, which is the day after Christmas. And then we're in 2017, God willing. So looking forward to continuing to podcast. It's been a little over a year for me now. I celebrated the one year anniversary in July. So it's a year and a few months now. And I am just so excited because I I set out for this platform to be able to help other women and it's helped me immensely. That's not that wasn't the plan. <laughs> the plan was not for me to get help, but to provide help. But funny how those things work out. And uh, so I just know that by the, the the letters that I receive and the words of encouragement that I receive from childless women as well as women who are moms. Thank you all so much. It tells me that I am on the right, you know, the right path. And I'm just so thankful for for all of you. So thank you so very much. Um, this episode, I wanted to actually go over the list of affirmations that some of you may have already downloaded from the homepage of the ChildlessNotByChoice.net site. That's www.childlessNotByChoice.net. And um, on the homepage of that website is this list of affirmations that I'm going to go over today. And this is just as a reminder to you that it's there. It's available for download for free. Anyone can download a copy and just read it every day. And if you ever want your own personalized list of affirmations Get in contact with me via direct message at Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. And um, we'll set up a time to talk. The conversation usually takes 15 to 20 minutes. And based on the conversation, I create a list of affirmations for you to read. And so um, I just want you to know that that's available. There is a $25 non-refundable fee. Payable to PayPal for that. And um, so that's another wonderful way for you to start the new year. Some of us are going to vision board parties. And um, for those of you not familiar with a vision board, it's basically taking poster board and getting a few magazines, scissors, tape, or glue, and cutting out pictures of, of things that you would like to, to, to see, well, not things, but um, places that you'd like to go to, things that you'd like to do in your life, um, just anything in a pictorial sense that you'd like to see every day and then just watch it happen. You know, it's happened so many times for so many people just by having that vision board. It's, that's what it's called, a vision board. So you've got a vision for the things that you'd like to see happen in your life. And so you cut these things out, you put them on this poster board, and then you put the poster board in a place in your house where you can see it on a daily basis. But the best part of the vision board party is you can do it by yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. You can sit there and make your own vision board, or you can get together with some friends, um, have um, some tea or coffee or, or snacks sitting by. And then everybody just gets together and cuts these things out from all these magazines and and then when it's finished, everybody goes around like they're at a museum exhibit <laughs> and looks at each other's vision board. You know, it's a really cool way to start the new year. Another thing that you can do is um, create your goals list. And as I mentioned in in previous uh, the last couple of epos- episodes, um, I went. I, I was tired of just writing a list of of things that I wanted to do in the new year, and then just writing out a list on some yellow line paper or white line paper or whatever, and then just folding it and putting it aside and never looking at it again until the end of the year. And, um, you know, nothing on the list happened or hardly anything happened, which is like, hello, you didn't look at the list. You didn't do anything with it. What what did you think was going to happen? You probably forgot half the things you wrote on there. So I went and did some research to see how successful people um, created their goals list. And I took suggestions from several different people and created my own interactive goals list. So my goals list is broken down into months and quarters of the year. And just um, I really just did some more thinking about what it is I really wanted to do and the time frame in which I wanted to do it. It was just not going to be something that I would look at at the end of the year. These were things that I needed to have done at the end of a certain month or the end of a certain quarter, and that makes you um, look at the list more often. So making it more interactive, and um, I will put a copy of that that um, outline at the bottom of the of the episode in the show notes for you to check it out. So between creating the goals list, the affirmations list, and the vision board. I think that's a very positive way to get your year started. And it doesn't matter what is going on in your life right now. It doesn't matter how bad things may seem. You know, just we, we all we can do is the best that we can do. Just do the best that you can do. And um, the best you can do is usually something that only you can do for yourself. And you can create this vision board, this goals list, this list of affirmations. I mean... You know, a a lot of these things are not going to cost a ton of money, and um, a a lot of times I've noticed in life that the things that are really important tend not to cost a a whole lot of money anyway. So, these are just suggestions for you to to get your year off on the right foot. No matter what else is going on around you, just do the best you can with what you have. That's what I always tell myself: (laughs) do the best you can with what you have. So. I wanted to go over this uh, list of affirmations. And then um, if if you like what you're hearing and you want to go to the homepage of the childlessnotbychoice.net site and print this, feel free. Again, if you'd like your own copy, get in contact with me and we'll create one together. I'll write it for you based on on the conversation that we have. And uh, so here we go. Affirmations for the Childless Not By Choice Woman And man, I am willing and worthy to live my best, most relevant, and joyful life. You have to be willing, and you have to realize you are worthy to live your best, most relevant, and joyful life. And that's why I start every episode with those words, because sometimes as childless, not-by-choice individuals, we can feel less than. We make ourselves feel that way or we can be made to feel that way by outside influences such as family and friends. (laughs) But we have to keep in our mind, in our heart, that we are willing and worthy. We have to be willing. Be willing and know that you're worthy to live your best, most relevant and joyful life. And then it will happen. The next affirmation says, I am mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually healed. And um, we're talking about healing because you and I are coming from a place where we've been hurt. And when you've been hurt, you need to be healed, whether it's physical or emotional or mental, there's healing that is needed. And so we have to tell ourselves that we are mentally emotionally physically and spiritually healed even if we don't feel that way right now we have to keep speaking that until the healing comes and and I've said before will we feel a hundred percent complete in the fact and, and, and you know in the fact that we didn't have the kids I, I don't know I know I believe at least for me that there will always be this little, part of my heart that just is missing a little piece. I think it's, it's, it's that's what happens with loss, whether it's loss of the ability to have a child, whether it's the loss of a child, whether it's a miscarriage, whatever it is, it's loss. Does that completely go away? I don't think so. But I believe there's a way for us to make our way through and continue on even with that little piece of our heart that may be missing and just live the best life that we can and 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 get healed. We can be healed. But just like you have a scar after you've been hurt, it's, it's the, the, that part of you has been healed, but the scar is still there. That's the best way for me to explain it. And um, I think many of you would agree. And if you don't, let me know. <laughs> but um, the next affirmation says, I love me and the person I am becoming. You can say, I love myself and the person I am becoming. But again, this is something that we're speaking into ourselves. It may not be that way right now, but we have to speak things to ourselves. Just like you have, unfortunately, some people, some of you may have a person speaking negativity into you on a regular basis. And it's so unfortunate that that does happen. But um, just like you can speak negativity, you can speak positivity. And so you've got to speak these things into yourself, even if you're not feeling that way right now. So just tell yourself, I love myself and the person I'm becoming. That means you're on your way. You're on your way. That's an awesome thing is to be on your way. The next affirmation says, I am living the life God planned for me and he knows best. And I know that many of you are not Christians or you don't believe in in God or you believe in another God or several gods. But the God that I believe in, I know that he created me. He created all of us. And um, he knows knows our, our beginning to our end and our end to our beginning. And he knows what's best for us. And that may not always feel good. It doesn't feel good to not be able to have the children that you wanted. But he knows the plans he has for us. And for those of you who have a Bible, I'm sure you're familiar with the verse, um, Jeremiah 29, chapter 29, verse 11, where he says he knows the plans he has for us, um, plans for good and not to harm us. And so he knows these things and he knows how our heart hurts. He knows all of these things but we just have to keep trusting him that he knows why and he knows what's best. The next affirmation says, I am thankful for the right people in my life and I ask them to forgive me for the times I was not at my best. Oh yes, this is a mouthful and an earful and a brainful. <laughs> but the fact is, um, you know, we ha- it's it's, imp- it's so important. I've said it before. It is so important for us to, to, to be surrounded by the right people, especially when we're going through um, difficulties. And um, one of the many difficulties of life is to have wanted children and, and never be able to have them. And then if we have the wrong people around us during that time, especially in the beginning, oh, my gosh, it's going to take longer to... To feel better about ourselves and to heal. So it's best to just try to have the right people around you. And if you have to be around people who are negative, just uh, do the best you can. (laughs) Uh, I I call it taking these people in small doses. There are some, maybe they're family members, so you can't always avoid them. So you just take them in small doses. And, um, you know, just do the best you can to remain positive. And um, for those people, the good people, the positive people, the right people in your life, just be thankful for them and tell them that you're thankful for them. And um, ask them to forgive you for the times you may not have been at your best. Because I admit, I, especially in the beginning, I was just beside myself that I was not going to be able to have any kids after that last surgery. You know, all the surgeries before were were for me to buy time, you know, trying to, to wait for Mr. Wright because I didn't want to have the kids by myself and um, he just never showed up. And then to have to finally have that hysterectomy in 2011, it was just, in the beginning, I was fine. My family was praying for me. They were surrounding me. But as time went on, I was just so upset. I just couldn't believe that God could do this to me. It was unbelievable. How could he do this to me? How could he allow this to happen when he knew how much I wanted kids? Yes, those were the conversations I was having. And so I was not always at my best um, with the people around me, but I'm thankful for them. And, um, you know, we just have to ask them to forgive us. And, And I know that they know that we were just going through a very trying time. But, hey, there's nothing like asking for forgiveness and, and, and just valuing those people and letting them know how much they are valued. And, um, you know, people love that. People love that. So don't be afraid to ask for forgiveness and to be thankful for the right people around you. And the next affirmation says, I am thankful for the people who have left my life and I forgive them for any wrong they did to me. <laughs> kind of like the opposite of the previous um affirmation, but you know a lot of times we just have to let people go. Just be thankful that they're gone and not try to grab them back. I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of uh, i'm I'm a loyal person by nature, and I've had to manage that loyalty so that I don't uh, allow myself to be hurt. And uh, so as a young person, I was very loyal and very, you know, helpful to people and And people just can really take that, you know, take you for granted. And so as I've matured, I've learned to manage my loyalty. Because there's nothing wrong with loyalty. It's how you manage it, how you use it. Um, If you don't manage it properly or use it properly, people will use you. And so, um, you know, when people leave, let them go. Let them go. Don't, Don't try to get them to come back. It's human nature, especially if you've been friends with 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 people for many, many years, to wonder, well, what just happened? You know, but the fact is, people outgrow each other. Um, there are people that God does not want in your life. There are people that will not be able to go where you are going. and so you have to let them go. And once you do that, you'll see the change almost instantaneously. That comes over yourself and your life and and you just will keep growing. You'll continue to grow once they're gone. And the important thing about that is to forgive them for any wrong they did to you. And remember, when you forgive people, it's not for them, it's for you. Because again, you've got to be able to move on. And when you don't forgive, you stay stuck. You're stuck. And um, so you're forgiving people for you. And uh, that's just the bottom line. So be thankful for those who have left, let them go, forgive them, and keep on keeping on. (laughs) The next um, affirmation says, although childless, not by choice, I have a role in life, and I do something toward that role every day. Another heavy one. You know, society tells us from the beginning of time, from the dawn of time, that a woman's role is to produce a child (laughs) so when you don't produce one whether because you do not want to or because you cannot society tends to see you as a second second class citizen and society is comprised of family friends frenemies enemies (laughs) strangers even that's society and uh society has belief systems And then within society, there are cultures, and those cultures have belief systems. And so those are all the things, the walls that uh, my platform and the ones similar to mine are trying to break down on a global level. The role that we have in life is whatever role we were created for, not necessarily to be a mother. Because obviously, we're not all mothers. And so if you're not a mom, I'm not a mom. That doesn't mean that there's nothing for me to do on this planet and that I'm just going to live until I die. No, you have a role. And many of you know what your role is. Some of you still do not. But continue to to, to see what, you know, seek it out. See what it is. What are you supposed to be doing? What are you supposed to be doing in your neighborhood, in your um, state or township or country or whatever? Find out what you're supposed to be doing and go do it. And do it to the best of your ability because we all have a role. And not having any children is not an excuse for not doing anything. So go find out what your role is and do something toward that role every day. Next affirmation. I have created strong boundaries in my personal and professional life. Doing so allows me to live a mentally healthy and productive life. Another heavy one <laughs> Boundaries. I talk about boundaries quite a bit in, um, in this podcast. and that's because I feel that boundaries are important to keeping us mentally healthy and productive. And those boundaries, personal and professional, are they're, they're required. They're not something that you're going to get around to because if you don't create the boundaries, they'll never happen. People will never respect the fact that you don't have any children. They'll just continue to assume that you have nothing to do on the weekends and on holidays and that you can work late. You can work those weekends and holidays and let the people with children have the time off. Um, Family members will assume that you can babysit. And they won't respect your boundaries because you don't respect your boundaries. They keep moving your boundaries and you keep allowing them to move your boundaries or you move them yourself. And I think a lot of times that's because some of us um, are not only childless, but we're single. And so we don't want to be lonely. And so we just want to be there. The excuse we use is we just want to be there for you. I just want to be there for you and help you with anything that you need. <laughs> I say get a life. <laughs> I mean that in the best possible way. But do something for yourself. Whether You know, here I go again. Whether it's going to the beach, which you guys know I love the beach, or whatever else that you have planned, do not change your plans and, and even if you do once in a great while, I, I, oh maybe I'm going to regret saying this, but if you do it once in a great while, maybe. But if you keep moving your boundaries, I'm telling you, those around you will move them too. They see you moving them and they'll move them for you or they'll think it's okay. They're not going to take you seriously. So I strongly suggest that you set strong boundaries and um, they'll come along with you. They'll find out that you're serious that you do have a life and that they're going to have to figure out how to get a babysitter. And even if that means that you're just going to the beach or you're going shopping or you're going on a day trip without their children, that's just all it means. It means that you have a schedule and you have a life and they're going to have to get behind that boundary. (laughs) And so, yes, set the boundaries, make them strong And you abide by them just as much as you want others to abide by them. So that's, it's important. I don't know how else to say how important boundaries are. Anyway, (laughs) the next affirmation. Understanding my path and my role in life means I am no longer taken advantage of by friends and family who believe I have extra time and money because I am childless. Yes, it's similar to the previous one. They think that because you don't have any kids, because I don't have any kids, that I have extra time on my hands, and that I have extra money. And you know what? Even if you have extra time and money, even if I have extra time and money, it does not mean that I have to spend it on you or your children. And I'm again, I know that some of these kids are family, they're your nieces and nephews and all of that, and that's wonderful, but You are an individual, just like your sister or brother or cousin or whomever is trying to make you feel guilty (laughs) about not spending time with taking care of their kids. They have to understand that it's your time, it's your money, and that it's not always true that you have extra time and money, but whether or not it is, it's yours, not theirs and that's just the bottom line. So, very similar to the other to the previous um it's a basically a, con- a continuation of the previous um affirmation really, but just spelling it out a little bit more that we have to set boundaries and we have to stand by them. And it's not that you're saying that you can't ever change your mind. Yes, you can change your mind, but Not on such a constant basis that your boundaries mean absolutely nothing to anyone else and not even to you. So, just really think about your boundaries and um, adjust them over time if you need to, but be firm. Be firm and kind. And the last affirmation. My future is bright and beautiful and I look forward to taking part 100%. So, yes, we have to take part in our own lives. (laughs) We have to take part in our future and in our present and just keep on. We can't take part in our past. It's already happened. There's nothing you can do about it. But we have to take part in our future and in our present. We can't let somebody else run our our lives for us and we can't look the other way. We have to take part. So get out of your house, go help where you can and make sure that Your help is needed because the other thing I always say is I don't want you to be scorned. I don't want people to ask you what your ulterior motive is or why are you really here and you just don't have any kids so that's all the only reason you're helping. No, you don't need that. You don't need to be disrespected and none of us needs that. So be sure that you're helping where you can, give where you can, take part where you can, And if your help is not needed, go someplace else and um, just, you know, do the best you can with where you are, what you have. I know some of you are are mistreated on a regular basis. You're scorned. You're made fun of. You're made to feel second class. Some of you are divorced because you're not producing children. And a lot of times it's not even you. In fact, half the time when it comes to infertility, it's 50-50. So that means 50% of the time, it's the man's issue. And um, I'm really heading towards a place where I'm really asking, you know, men in, in, in different cultures, regardless of where you live in this world, you know, if if your wives are not having kids, make sure you get checked. Make sure that you're both checked. It's not always the woman's fault, quote unquote, that um, that the children are not being produced we really have to stand up and and help help out and be there for each other but be there for the women in your lives be a positive impact be a great leader in your family those of you who are men you know just just be a, i guess a little bit more understanding and don't let society dictate to you how to treat your wife or how to treat the women in your lives just know that, um, especially with infertility, it's 50/50, and um, that's the that's the last um, affirmation on the list. But you know, having just said that, reminds me of the interview I'm getting ready to have in a few days with a psychologist, and um, she specializes in um, in in women's um, women's issues such as. Um, you know, childlessness, loss of a child, miscarriage, you know, you name it, anything that a woman has had to deal with and go through, that's her specialty when it comes to to children, uh, or not the lack of children, I should say. So, you know, I'm looking forward to that interview because I really, really, as I always say, I just want to create awareness for all of us, men and women, childless, um, those of you with children, I just want to make you realize that there are other issues. We don't all live in a vacuum. And there are multiple reasons why people don't have children. And so we just have to step back and take a look and not just assume things and not just feel like um, if a woman doesn't have kids, it's because she didn't want any or feel like she has to tell you why she doesn't have any or quote-unquote what's wrong with her. No, we don't. We don't have to tell you, and um, that's what this podcast is all about. It's for those who may want to know, but not comfortable with asking that person, that neighbor, that family member. Well, here's your chance. Here are the discussions, and so I just want us to be a little bit more kind to each other, a little bit more understanding, and um, realize that there are all types of hurts, heart hurts on this planet, and. Um, you know, we, we, can, we can make it together. We can create the awareness that comes with our society being more knowledgeable about certain things and not just relying on the way things have always been done or what society says or what culture says. There's a place for all of those things, not, but not at the, the, the risk of hurting somebody physically or emotionally. There, there's no place for that. We have to come together as human beings and be more understanding uh, of each other. So that's my little sermon for the day. <laughs> but um, I want to thank you all so much for listening. Um, remember to check out the show notes at the bottom of the the player when you're listening to the podcast episode. I'm going to post some information there. And... Um, Remember, if you have any questions at all, direct message me on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and all of my contact information, my social media contact information will be posted in the show notes. And just, you know, keep in mind that if you need anything, I'm here. It is the holidays, so um, responding, I can probably still respond to you within a couple of days. If not sooner, but just keep in mind it's the holidays pretty much all around the world, isn't it? For most of the world. So keep that in mind. But if you need anything, if you have any questions or comments, if you want to leave a review, leave me a review on iTunes or um, send me a comment and um, I'll give you a shout out. Send me a note. Like in the last episode, I got an email from a wonderful lady in Finland. Um, I've gotten messages from a friend in Canada, and uh, these are now friends. I consider you friends um, in Australia, and just you know, just know that I am approachable, <laughs> and that you can just uh, reach out to me and let me know if there's anything you want me to talk about or if you have any questions. Thank you so very much for listening to another episode of 21st Century Hannah i really really appreciate it and until next time have a great one bye